It's time to take a look at the first initial Louisville football depth chart ahead of the 2022 season. Let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to this special edition of the Locked On the Louisville podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. As always, I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time, as always, to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. The first initial depth chart has been released for the Louisville football team via the media guide. Um, Some surprises here and there, but a lot of the same faces that will be starting, a lot of returning starters for the Louisville Cardinals from last season. We will break it down into three segments, the offense first, the defense second, and then we're going to look at the biggest um, position battles heading into fall camp um, for the Cardinals uh, about a a little over a month away from that first game against Syracuse. So, Let's start out with the offense, um, starting at the quarterback position. Not a lot of um, surprise there. Malik Cunningham, once again the starter, one of the best dual-threat quarterbacks in the country. Evan Conley listed as the backup. The third string is Brock Doman. So um, a lot of what we probably would have already expected. Malik Cunningham being the starter for the Cardinals once again. Um, if you had predicted any other way, I probably question when the when the last time that you watched Louisville football was. Um, Evan Conley being the backup doesn't really have a lot of surprise either, considering that Conley has uh, gotten the most snaps outside of Cunningham than any other quarterback on the roster. Um, Brock Doman being the third string is a little interesting because Caleb Johnson. Um, not listed among the top three, so it is um, worth noting that you know there is a whole month to try to see if he can move up the depth chart. If he doesn't, there is a likely um, possibility that he may end up redshirting, which isn't the worst idea. You know, you're learning behind Malik Cunningham and company. So as of right now, um, not a lot of surprise there at the quarterback position, um, regardless of going down one, two, three. Uh, the main um, uh, you know, position battle there will be at the backup spot, and whether or not you know Evan Conley can stay at number two, or maybe Brock Doman rises up into that third spot, or maybe or, or rises up into that second spot, I should say, or maybe Caleb Johnson um, ends up uh, into that top three. So that's something to look forward to. Um, kind of going into the offensive line fl- from left to right, Trevor Reed, the starting left tackle, Caleb Chandler. Uh, All-American left guard is back. Brian Hudson uh, starting at center after the departure of Cole Bentley. Adonis Boone, the senior, starting once again at right guard. And Renato Brown starting at right tackle. All five starters are back for the Cardinals. Um, It is worth noting Trevor Reed is listed as the starter over Michael Gonzalez, who saw some time at left tackle last season, especially in that first game against Mississippi. Uh, Not a lot of surprise here at the offensive line either, right? There's a lot of continuity at the quarterback position. There's a lot of continuity at the – 
the the offensive line um, positions as well. Trevor e, Michael Gonzalez headlining the left tackles. Uh, Caleb Chandler at the left guard, um, possible All-American once again. Hudson, who played as a guard, played all, pretty much all throughout the offensive line. Cole Bentley, the starter last year, but the redshirt junior from uh, Scott County is – um, you know, he is the starting center this year. Adonis Boone will start at right guard, played a lot of snaps, and then also Renato Brown is, um, you know, the starting right tackle. You know, he's been uh playing right tackle for the Cardinals for quite some time. So, uh, the redshirt sophomore will get the start at right tackle, at least heading into fall camp. Behind those five starters, as I mentioned, Michael Gonzalez at left tackle, Luke Kandra and Josh Black at the left and right guards, respectively. If you remember the offensive line preview, I, I talked about Luke Kandra you know, being very highly rated coming out of high school, I believe from the state of Ohio. I think he's a Cincinnati native. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if I am, please forgive me. Um, but I, I'm really excited to see Kandra as a backup. Austin Collins being the backup center is another thing that I'm, I'm very, very excited to see. Uh, Kobe Baines, the backup right tackle, Josh Black, the backup right guard. So a lot of youth uh, in the two deep for the Cardinals outside of the starters, uh, guys that are looking to prove themselves that maybe just haven't necessarily got the opportunities to do so. Luke Kandra and Austin Collins, both guys that, you know, coming onto campus, I thought were going to compete for playing time right away. Maybe that wasn't necessarily the case, but it looks like now uh, after a year or so in the program, they are finally looking to play some big significant minutes. Very interested to see Joshua Black and Kobe Baines on the two deep as well. Uh, Kobe Baines was a guy that I was high on coming out of high school. Uh, Josh Black has has carved his name into the two deep as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if any of the uh, incoming freshmen, because um, you know Nick Cardwell and Ben Souders have raved about some of the incoming freshmen. You know, especially Souders uh, on that Cardinal Sports Zone podcast talking about. Um, you know, the some of the incoming offensive line guys that have been very, very solid in the weight room. So a lot of veteran presence in the starting roles, but the backups are guys still looking to prove themselves at running back. This is really interesting here, and we'll talk about this more in the third segment. There isn't one listed starter. The starters, literally, it says Jalen Mitchell or Travion Cooley or Jawar Jordan. Or Tyon Evans. So, uh, it, needless to say, you know, going back to the running back preview, we probably won't have a starter at running back listed until maybe like a week before the season. A lot of times, that might be uh, sort of a, a game plan type thing to where you're trying to keep the um, you know the Syracuse Orange off balance because you don't necessarily know which one to prepare for, and even. You know, put it this way, even the listed starter might not necessarily be the guy that gets the majority of the snaps. Like we mentioned last year with the running backs, Scott Satterfield and company liked to rotate the running backs based upon whoever was producing the most, whoever matched up well against the current defenses that they were playing, etc. Ball security as well plays a, a, a mix into the factor, but you have four running backs that are competing for that starting role for those, um, you know, the primary touches that all bring, you know, a, a little bit of a different skill set to the table. You have, you know, your power back in, in Jalen Mitchell, uh, kind of a, a do-it-all type guy in um, – uh, Travion Cooley, a very, very explosive running back, and Tyon Evans, and a very solid receiving back, you know, quick speed guy in Jawar Jordan, who is a Syracuse transfer. So I'm really, really interested to see what happens at this running back position. And it really does not surprise me whatsoever the fact that there are literally 
four different options at starter. Um, it, it does seem like um, you know Maurice Turner is likely going to redshirt this season, which should not really come as a surprise to anyone. The true uh, um, you know speedster that I think tied Tyreek Hill in a race uh, at one of his camps, I believe it was. Um, ultimately. Um, a lot to, to like at, at the running back position. Uh, moving on into the tight ends, Marshawn Ford gets the uh, the starting nod at H back. Um, behind him, it's Isaac Martin or Dwayne Martin, and at the traditional tight end, it is Des Melton or Francis Sherman. Marshawn Ford, uh, in my opinion, a, a top five uh, tight end in college football. Um, Isaac Martin or Dwayne Martin being listed uh, behind him makes me believe that they're going to be involved more in the receiving game, more of you know maybe as a blocker, as a fullback potentially. Des Melton showed some uh, some flashes last season of being a solid receiver, and then Francis Francis Sherman also being behind Melton. I think Melton kind of getting the nod there. It'll be interesting to see what guys like uh, Christian Peterson are able to do as well. Um, the wide receivers to, to wrap up the offense, Tyler Hudson, Amari Huggins, Bruce D. Wiggins are the three starters. Behind Hudson is Jalen Carter. Braden Smith is the backup to Amari Huggins, Bruce, and Josh Johnson is the backup to D. Wiggins. So uh, a lot of depth here. Uh, in the two deep, not a lot of wide receivers overall on the roster. Though. I think there's only like eight or nine scholarship guys. A lot of um, you know snaps to be had. Uh, it's just a matter of you know who's going to go out there and prove themselves. So, you know, some uncertainty. There's not a lot of returning production outside of Amari Huggins, Bruce, and Josh Johnson. Braden Smith suffered injury uh, early on in the season last year against Florida State. So getting him back healthy, you know, he's uh you know apparently doing really well. Um, in the offseason, according to strength and conditioning coach Ben Souders, um, Mari Hogan's Bruce is bound for stardom, in my opinion. And you got the two transfers in D. Wiggins and Tyler Hudson, which makes me feel confident in their chemistry with Malik Cunningham. Um, but to have Braden Smith as a backup, to have Josh Johnson as a backup, two guys that have been in the program multiple years, and then also a guy like Jalen Carter, who, you know, um, you know, former walk on, a guy that can really. Um, I believe he's an EKU transfer as well. Uh, there's a lot of um, interesting uh, you know, options that the Cardinals can go with. I also want to see guys like Chance Morrill, Chris Bell, to see how those uh, incoming freshmen you know, fit into the mix. But overall, um, veteran leadership across the board as the starters on offense doesn't really um, – you know should catch anyone by surprise. There's not a lot of surprises on offense. It's mainly um, – you know sort of the younger guys competing for depth spots. So let's transition over into the defense where there are some uh, some surprises to discuss here in just a second. We will do that after we discuss our friends and the title sponsor of the show, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. It continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Which NFL stars moved the betting line the most? Starting this past week, Locked On has been giving you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers over at Bet Online. Check out Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube to find out who those 50 most valuable players are, according to Bet Online. 
But moving over into the defensive side of things, as I mentioned with the offense, there might not be a ton of surprises outside of uh, of the, the the backups because Louisville has a lot of guys returning. So they're the starters, um, you know, like Kittrell Clark being a starter, Monty Montgomery, Yasir Abdullah, Yaya Diaby, Ashton Gelati, Kendrick Duncan Jr. Um, you know, there's not a lot of um, surprise there, but there is a little bit of surprise at some other positions and at the backup spots. So that's going to be something to focus on here. Let's start from the front of the defense uh, on the defensive line. Ashton Gelati, Yaya Diaby getting the start as the defensive ends in the 3-4 package. Uh, no no real uh, surprise there. Ramon Perrier and Mason Rieger um, are the backups. Zach Edwards, a backup to Perrier. And uh, Raheem Craig listed as the backup to Rieger. So um, defensive line, it'll be interesting to see how some of these younger guys like Raheem Craig, Vic Brown, RJ Sorensen are able to try to you know fit into the mix here uh, you know, throughout fall camp to see if they can create some uh, competition at the position. I really wouldn't be surprised to see a guy like Vic Brown, who I mentioned as one of my top uh, possible breakout guys on the defensive line. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have a, have a solid season where he fits into the two deep. Ramon Perrier is also a guy that I think is going to be very, very solid in the two deep. So at, at this point in time, there, there's not a lot of uh, controversy there or anything like that. Not, not seeing there's controversy anywhere, but there's not a lot of, um, you know, surprise at the position, I should say. But the, the biggest surprise in all of the depth chart is Jermaine Lolay being listed as the backup to Des Till at the nose tackle position. Caleb Banks is the third string. And it kind of makes sense because Lolay was a late addition. He's not just going to come in and being named the starter. He's going to have to work for it. He has he has all fall camp to uh to claim that position. And with Lolay being one of the best defensive interior defensive lineman in the country one of the best defensive transfers i would definitely expect him to be the starter uh, come the first game against syracuse and that's no disrespect to destel or any of those guys at the nose tackle position but more so a testament to jermaine lolay just being one of the best interior defensive line in all of the country and i do think that destel is going to be um you know, a big time player for this team he's going to play some meaningful snaps um this is going to be a position to watch for in terms of the, the biggest competition moving forward so um, transitioning over into the linebacking core, outside linebackers, Yasir Abdullah is the starter at, at the card position. Cam Wilson, Alan Smith backing him up. Cam Wilson, the talented redshirt freshman that had some injury issues last season, kind of battled some nag nagging injuries. Um, I, I like the fact that he's listed as a backup. Alan Smith getting some opportunity here as well. Um uh, you, you move over into the dog position. This is one that's kind of interesting. Ben Perry uh, being listed over Marvin Dallas as the starter at outside linebacker. Perry, the talented four-star uh, from the Flyville 21 class. This is an interesting battle to watch for because Marvin Dallas, a special team star, uh, a guy who transferred in from the Juco ranks as well, four-star player. Uh, very, very interested to see how he's able to kind of fit into this mix and um, be able to contend with Ben Perry, the redshirt freshman, going against the veteran senior, um, one of the big um, position battles to look out for. Um, but overall, I, I do think that having a 2D, but having this depth, um, you know, it, it's not so much as, as okay, who do we have that's going to step up? It's okay. How are we going to, you know, find the snaps for all these guys? And that's a good problem to have. That's a problem that this global defense hasn't necessarily had in quite some time, uh, dating back to like early on in, in the Bobby Petrino era. 
uh, this uh, Bobby 2.0 era, like uh, 2015 or 2014, 15, 16 um, in, in that time. So not a lot of surprise there. There's no surprise at middle linebacker with Monty Montgomery being named the starter. Uh, Mississippi uh, veteran transfer Momo Sonogo is the other middle linebacker um, starter. Uh, Dorian Jones and Jalen Alderman back up Monty, which if you remember last season, both of those guys were forced to kind of by committee replace Monty after he went down with that um, season-ending injury against UCF in the third game of the season. Uh, Jalen Alderman had some solid uh, work last season. Uh, Dorian Jones also as well, and I think that both of those guys are going to play some big-time roles. K.J. Cloyd, on the other side, K.J. Cloyd uh, is a player um, along with uh, Jackson Hamilton who had the talent. Um, K.J. Cloyd, a special team star from last year. I'm interested to see who's going to kind of take that backup role between Hamilton and Cloyd. That's kind of one of the more underrated um, position battles of the fall is who's going to be the backup um, behind Momo because, you know, Dorian Jones and Jalen Alderman, you know what you're going to get from those two. Cloyd, on the other hand, looking to prove himself. Jackson Hamilton looking to try to um, produce sooner rather than later. So very interested to see in, in that realm. And then finally, um, you know, in the secondary, cornerback-wise, uh, Chandler Jones, Cottrell Clark, the listed cornerback uh, uh, starters. Hey, I mean, that, that kind of is what it is. There's not a lot um, to truly uh, dissect there. Uh, both are have been starters for the past three years. Trey Franklin listed as the starter over Quincy Riley. That's a position battle that I'm interested to look at is – is uh you know both of those guys are very solid. Trey Franklin um, played some very very solid snaps uh, at the end of last season when Cottrell went down and Chandler was kind of used as more of a safety. Um, and then Quincy Riley uh, was one of the best non-power five players in, in the country last year, top five in the country in interceptions. Um, on the other side, behind Cottrell Clark, you have a guy like Rance Connor that's looking to prove himself from Flyville twenty one. Also Derek Edwards. You also have. Um, you know, uh, another guy in Jarvis Brownlee Jr., the Florida State transfer, that's going to be a depth piece. I think that Brownlee is going to be a guy that really contends with some of these younger guys. So you have um, some unfamiliarity, but it's in kind of two different, um, you know, aspects. You have one in terms of incoming transfers that have played some, you know, a, a good amount of college snaps, but you also have some of the younger guys like uh, Edwards and like Rance Connor that you you have to um, look at to try to uh, compete for those spots. And then at the, the safety position, Kendrick Duncan Jr. comes back at free safety as the starter. That is huge for the Cardinals' defense. Nicario Harper, the FCS transfer, is listed as the backup. Shaverick Williams, the former Juco guy, uh, not a lot of um, – you're surprised there. I think Harper is going to be very solid in the two deep. That's going to uh, you'll be a bigger impact than a lot of people will uh, recognize. Um, the other one, though, and this is a big uh, competition here, is Josh Minkins being listed as a safety over MJ Griffin, uh, D'Angelo Hutchison, and Jeremiah Caldwell, two true freshmen as the third and fourth strings, respectively. I think that that's going to be one of the biggest um, competitions of fall camp is seeing how those guys compete because Minkins, Griffin, both hard-hitting safeties that cover sideline to sideline. I think that both of them kind of have similar qualities. It's just going to be a matter of who makes the most plays. So um, I know it's kind of a, went kind of down through the line, so I apologize if there wasn't a ton of analysis there. Uh, just a lot of veteran leadership 
um, all throughout the ranks on both offense and defense. Um, but the depth is going to be, you know, in the in the second, you know, the second third strings is going to be where all the, uh, you know, the big position battles similarly are going to take place. James Turner, the the first string kicker, travels step behind him. Travel step will be tasked with the kickoffs. The long stepper is uh, Drew Brenowitz. Uh, Brady Hodges is the holder. Mark Vassett back as the punter. Hodges is the punter, is the second string uh, punter. Jawar Jordan, the kick returner. Josh Johnson, the punt returner. So um, let's take this time now to talk about the biggest position battles. We will do that here in just a second. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously you are not going to hear the implemented advertisements. If you're listening to this on the various streaming services, you are going to hear those advertisements. So just stay tuned. At this time, before we get into the final segment, I want to say thank you all once again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. So the three biggest position battles, in my opinion, are at running back, are at defensive tackle, and are at, um, I'm sorry, are at safety as well. Um, Strong safety, to be exact. Um... Starting out with running back, it's very, very straightforward. There are four guys contending for a handful of snaps. Now, factor in the you know the notion that Malik Cunningham is going to get a lot of snaps, considering the fact that he is one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the country. He's going to get a lot of um, you know um, a lot of the uh, workload. So, as much as you know, this is a kind of a run dominant offense. There's only so many snaps to go around. Four guys competing for a handful of snaps, uh, and they've all kind of uh, you know, have had their moments. You know, Jalen Mitchell is a guy that's uh, you know was the starter for most of the year last year. Travion Cooley had some big time moments, had some solid uh, performances. Jawar Jordan at the end of the year looked very solid, looked good against Air Force, had a big time kick return touchdown, um, and then Tyon Evans who. A lot of people kind of figured to be like the Michael Dyer of this team that's going to come in and be like the explosive option that will might not necessarily be the starter right away, but he might get you know the majority of the snaps. So this is kind of the, the number one position battle that I'm looking forward to because it's like, okay, who in the world is going to separate themselves? And it truly is iron sharpening iron. You know, Darrell Sims, the running back coach last year, said it over and over. It is a good problem to have when you have all of these guys that truly have a healthy competition that are cheering for each other and rooting for each other. But it's also, you know, a healthy, it's a competition because they're still competing for the spots. If if I had to take a guess, I think that Jalen Mitchell will probably be the starter for week one. You're going to see Tyon Evans get a lot of snaps along with Travion Cooley. Um, I think that Jawar Jordan might be a little bit on the outside looking in, more so limited to special teams in certain passing down situations. So um, the uh, one of the other defensive, uh, one of the other um, position battles, I should say, is a defensive tackle. Obviously, Jermaine Lolay listed as the backup to Des Tell at nose tackle, but Caleb Banks at the third string. Um, by the time the first game rolls around, I would expect Jermaine Lolay to be the starter at the nose tackle position. That really opens up the possibility for a, a big time battle at, at at the backup position because I like I said I think that Caleb Banks listed as six seven over three hundred pounds really fits uh, the mold at, at nose tackle of what uh, Mark Ivy and company are looking for um, a guy that is very quick on his feet just has a ton of talent it was a matter of just getting his body right and of uh, getting his footwork down. Um, and a lot of the national recruiting analysts were very, very high on Caleb Banks coming out uh, of high school 
Um, so I think that Des Tell and Caleb Banks really battling here at nose tackle that you have a lot of options that you can go with. You have some depth that, hey, Louisville has not had since early on in the Bobby Petrino era, Todd Grantham days, uh, so on and so forth. The other position battle that I'm very, very interested in, this is probably the one that I might be interested in the most. Uh, it's MJ Griffin and um, Josh Minkins Jr. at the strong safety position. I was honestly expecting Griffin to be lifted, listed as the starter. I think that he's probably um, the replacement to Quintero Cole. But honestly, I'm kind of shifted more towards it being a by-committee approach uh, because Minkins last year might have um, you know, really given Q Cole a run for his money, but really spent a lot of time hurt and um, you know had the injury bug kind of came um, – you know, into his health last year, um, at, toward the end of the season, was able to play some big time snaps down down the stretch. Uh, has a ton of talent, has a ton of size with his six two frame. I think that MJ Griffin is probably a little bit better of a run defender, um, but um, Josh Minkins uh, has has the frame, has the uh, pursuit, has the footwork, has the uh, you know, ability to cover sideline to sideline. I think it's gonna be one of those instances to where. Yeah, you focus on who's going to be the, the listed starter, but both these guys are very, very good, and they're going to have very good seasons for Louisville. I'm very, very excited to see what Wesley McGriff, uh, Greg Gott, Gasparato are able to kind of um, do with both of these guys. Um, MJ Griffin, uh, Josh Mickens Jr. <laughs> huh. Sorry about that. Um, but some key position battles, you know, at running back, at defensive tackle, at strong safety. It's not a matter of who's going to, you know, um, step up if they have a, a starting level guy. It's who's going to separate themselves. Um, it's a different context, a different connotation, because you know, all these guys are, are seemingly, you know, fit to be in a starting role. It's just a matter of, you know, so, only so many spots for so many guys. So uh, very good problems to have. A lot of guys returning for the Cardinals created this this good problem to have but um we'll continue to take a look at the depth chart um as it kind of goes throughout fall camp talk about who we hear is having you know some solid moments and stuff like that and some phenomenons that we will pick up on trends and things of that nature but that's going to wrap up this sunday edition of the show everyone have a great day we will see you right back here tomorrow <laughs>